Welcome, everybody, to the N-Word for Nerd podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and we are here with my co-host, Jason. How's also, it going, Jason? Jason, it's going great. Happy post-Juneteenth and Father's yes, Day. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Juneteenth being more important. <laughs> oh, absolutely, 100%. I mean, anybody can be a father. Only select yeah. people can be descendants from slaves. So exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's way more important. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Uh, and then Jason actually hosted a wonderful cookout on Saturday. And it, it was amazing, right. man. Had a good time. A lot of fellowship, brotherhood out there and sisterhood. And the best part for me was like, as it died down, we sat around the fire pit and literally just talked about nothing but geek stuff for hours. And I love when I do this because. My wife is there who's not in the culture at all, and she just plays on her phone and ignores it all. So she got to get tired. It's like, it's time to go. So, yes, I enjoyed every single moment of it. And uh, shout out to my wife for sitting through all those conversations and yelling and shouting and still being able to put up with my nonsense. With that being said. And my friend's we nonsense do have, as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have a book club. And if you don't know about a book club, now you're about to know. We have an Inward for Nerd book club, and the next book that we're reading is Children of Blood and Bone by Tommy. Oh, there you go. Let's go ahead and get Jason on the big screen here. So if you're not watching this, you need to always see this. But boom, there we boom, go. Children boom, of Blood boom. and Blood and Bone. July 9th, guys. July 9th at 8 p.m. We are going to review this book. And me and Jason are going to talk it's about beautiful. the good, the bad, the ugly. But mostly right now, I'm just finding a bunch of good and not too much ugly at all. So uh, it is a thick, it is a thick book book. So it's thicker than a snicker. So you better probably go go out there and get it now. You can find it at any local bookstore, Amazon. Amazon. My aunt actually found it. Yeah, my aunt actually found it in the library. So if you're not ready to fully commit, you just one of those people people you just like to socially date. Uh, and, uh, the library does possibly have it, and you could do a digital copy from the library, so you don't get to people show still up go to the library. The library. Are still open, <laughs> yes, they are still open, they are still functioning like in this society. You'll be surprised what still functions in this society. <laughs> so, but pick that up, guys. Like I said, July 9th, 8 p.m., we are going to do a review of Children of Blood and Bone, amazing book. Again, if you don't know about our inward or Facebook not, club, we don't know yet, <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> If you don't know about an Inward for Nerd book club, it is a book club that's highlighting black and brown artists, especially African-Americans or just Africans of black descent. And we want to get their books and their creativity out into the culture. So people that have, you know, book, uh, sorry, black authors, illustrators, any of it, we're going to try to read those books and present it to you guys because a lot of people don't know that it's in the culture. So. And if you're one think. of those people in the, in those categories and you want us to read or review your work, we are more than willing to, to, to especially if you're up and coming, give us, give it, send it to us. I love it. Yes, Better not be absolutely. some, some alphaverse bullshit. Don't do that. Anything <laughs> else. <it's> great. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and actually, you know, we put out a stinger for our book club and on Twitter, I actually tagged the author. And she liked it and shared the post. So, oh wow! Hey, that. We exactly, get, we get exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm fr- I'm so, not friends with her. I follow her on 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 TikTok, and like, apparently she only get like five people talking. So I could be like, hey, how you doing, girl? Side <laughs> <laughs> so to talk ms <laughs> <laughs> the DMs. Uh, teach with, me all you need. All, to, all I need to know. <laughs> right, right. 
with that being said, um, don't forget about our sponsors. We'll talk about that a little bit more in the show. But like I said, begin today, we're going to review Lightyear, Pixar's newest, Spiderhead, Netflix's newest, and then Mrs. Marvel Episode 1 and 2, Disney Plus's or Marvel's newest. So we got a nice, fun, con- great show for you guys. Don't forget to comment. Say what you got to say. Do what you want to do. Like, uh, share. like, share, subscribe. Subscribe. To all of our platforms. We really, really appreciate it, guys. And with that being said, I guess we can, you know, jump into the show. Carry on. Carry <laughs> on, wayward son. Oh, man. I just, all the time I hear that song, all I think about is Supernatural. Oh, like, really? I don't even know who sings it anymore. It's just that Supernatural song from the rest of my life, man. Oh, I, I just remember that from Guitar Hero. Um, <laughs> that's all my roommates would play on Guitar Hero was that song, and I was... I, I hate it. <laughs> Funny how Guitar Hero has trained a whole generation of like classic rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only way I know. Oh, right. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, legendary Space Ranger Buzz Lightyear embarks on an intergalactic adventure alongside ambitious recruits Lizzie, Moe, Darby, and his robot companion Socks. As this motley crew tackles their toughest mission yet they must learn to work together as a team to escape the evil evil zerg and his dutiful robot army that are never far behind that is the summary ladies and gentlemen for Lightyear. but we are going to do it like we do it every single time jason what is your one sentence review for Lightyear? it may not be the best pixar movie but it's light years better than minions Ooh, I love, I love, I love minions. I, I know I you love the minions. <laughs> um, I hate them little first, things. <laughs> my wasn't this review of Lightyear is the first half had me at affinity, and then the second half had me at yarn. Um, <laughs> before we jump into our review of it, we'll take one quick ad break, and guys, want to remind you about. InYourFaceArt.com, which is one of the contributors here to the show. And once again, we're not wearing their gear, so shame on us. But I'll probably have an ad slid in here that has him wearing his own gear and make yeah. it all fine and better. Man, it's your boy, Jim Shoot. Keep it the chip, too, but in your face. All right, man, we make art, we sell art. Thank you guys for watching this video. Just want to let you know that each and every video is sponsored by InYourFaceArt.com. You'll be able to check down the link in the description so you can see many of the artworks that we do, designs, t-shirts, posters, customization, all that great stuff. So thank you for joining us, man. Thank you for coming to watch this video. I hope you get a lot of great value from it, a lot of good laughs. Or And then also we, uh, we also drink in, you know, the nerd focus here. And I'll have mm-hmm. a link in the description of how you can order your case of Nerd Focus. Um, 10% of whatever is bought on there goes directly to us. So if you just buy it just to support us, and if you even pour it down the drain or pour it down your gullet, it all pays <laughs> us the same. So we appreciate but it. But pour it down your that. gullet, though. <laughs> then we'd appreciate that more. <laughs> yes. The gullet is the way to go, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't that know is what the a gullet preferred is, way. Look it up. <laughs> the preferred way. Is the poor guy your gullet? <laughs> yeah, that's the preferred. I I stole, way. That the, stole that from the office one day. But anyway, <laughs> with that being said, let's jump right back into our review of Lightyear. Jason, I'll let you start off. What did you think of Lightyear? Okay, so Lightyear, as it is, it's not the best Pixar movie there there is. It, it there is something about this movie that has a little bit lost some of the Pixar 
umph, a little bit of the the shine that Pixar does. But it's still for me a very entertaining movie. Um, I definitely Pixar definitely has a way of st- storytelling that this is probably like their most basics of stories that they've told is a simple it's like basically a simple action sci-fi story and yet mm-hmm. you know with their way they develop characters the way they tell the story you, you can't help but feel for buzz lightyear even though he looks like a cop that's going to call you the n-word <laughs> facts but you know but you know he's down he's down with black folks so that's all i gotta say um the best part of this I, I mean, it's not even the best part of it. It's one of the things I, I, I noticed about this movie is that with the exception of Buzz Lightyear, the majority of the rest of the cast, which is only like a few other characters, are all people of color, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Um, even down to Socks, the talking cat, which is probably the best character in this whole entire thing, is that damn cat. That cat was great. He's hilarious. I don't need to see anything else with him in it. Please don't over overdo this cat, guys. Disney, I swear to God. Just let it be, okay? <laughs> now, everybody got to be a mascot. Now, everybody got to be put on everything. He was great. Just let it be. We don't need no more minionized things out there. But Socks is awesome. Um, also a pretty, uh, I wouldn't, as I said, it's not a really complex story, but it does deal with a lot of like sci-fi tropes and stuff like that, like time travel, space, uh, all sorts of good stuff. And it also calls back to a lot of, uh, of you know, the original Toy Story. A lot, especially a lot of the lines that Buzz Lightyear says are organically said. And, and it, it took me like a minute later before I was like, oh, he said that in the first movie, like a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, oh, they they cleverly snuck these like little homages into this movie uh, to to bring back, you know, your nostalgia for for Toy Story without like cramming it down your throat as most nostalgia bait movies do because let's be honest this is another nostalgia bait movie there's no reason i mean but after we were done uh my nephew and my son were like whoa when are we gonna get a woody movie and i'm like please don't drag me to that i don't want to see that one <laughs> <laughs> but all in all like um i definitely enjoy the world i guess one of my biggest complaints is i wish that we had spent more time with just them on the planet before we get into the timey wimey shenanigans. Um, but I kind of like the fact that like we are seeing, cause it goes with the theme of the movie that Buzz Lightyear, he needs to learn to, you know, put life first other than his mission and slow down and, and appreciate the people that are around him versus, you know, always being gung ho and focused on, on uh, his own insecurity, which is like, I got to do this and I got to succeed. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I get why, you know, they, they did this in the structure of the movie, but I wish we had seen more of the life and daily life of that planet and how those people were living on that planet a little bit more. Uh, so, and also, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. This is a pretty solid, you know, it's not, you know, Toy Story 3, you know, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not Luca, you know. It's definitely not Soul <laughs> or Coco, but it definitely isn't Cars 2. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going to probably start off with some hate, and then I'm going to try to end with some love. Oh, no, I'm going to lie. I'm, I'm probably going to start off with some hate, and then sprinkle gonna, some good shit, gonna, and then probably end with some gonna hate. He's going to hate this whole more. entire thing and then give it a four <laughs> out of five. <laughs> look, look, guys. If this is the movie that Andy saw that made him want to blow his light year dog, 
maybe me and Andy is different, or maybe Andy and his parents is on some um supremacy. Cause oh, no, certainly. Buzz <laughs> was the worst character in this whole movie. He was the most boring, <laughs> non-complex character of this whole movie. Now I know the situation lent to him not being very complex, but like let's be the beginning. He's an a-hole to the rookie. He gets so focused on the mission, he lets life pass him by. So we never even know more about Buzz, except for he's just a mission-focused order taker. And then, like, his sidekick is way cooler than he is in socks. <laughs> the only thing that redeems Buzz is that the second half when he gets with the Motley crew, they're so annoying that it made me wish for the scenes where it was just Buzz again. And that's why I said <laughs> in my one sentence, is like, oh, the, the beginning was had me at Affinity, and the second half had me at Yawn. Because I was bored in the second half of the movie until the villain reveal happened. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting twist. But I think it was a twist for the sake of a twist. I don't think it really, it didn't add any more complexity to it. I think actually it might have gave Buzz a little bit more complexity, like the twist of who the villain is. But like, I feel like the complexity that Buzz got from that moment, it kind of reminded me of like Mad-Eye Moody and Harry Potter. Like, the Mad-Eye Moody and Harry Potter wasn't the real Mad-Eye Moody. So wow. all that stuff and all that favorite that we started liking from Mad-Eye, we don't know what the real Mad-Eye was like. He could be an a-hole for all we know because we just never <laughs> he was an we a-hole. Saw the fake. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw the fake one and that we endeared ourselves to the fake one. So in this movie, like, I just never felt endeared to Buzz. I, I, I felt for him, but he did make choices, though. He chose to let his life pass him by to try to save people for his mission, which is heroic, don't get me wrong. But I think, like you said, I think it should have been more moments when he got back that we could have helped, that could have helped flesh them a little bit more. Maybe yeah, let us know a little bit more why he's so determined and so focused outside of just guilt. Because usually when you're guilty of something and you do all this for guilt, it's because something else has happened in your life that you've never gotten over. So this would make this the primary subject. It, but it, it, if it isn't, he could just be a focused and driven human being, and that could just be true. But it just usually for story, storytelling purposes, you want to give them layers. And I felt like Buzz never had layers. So when I left this movie, I didn't never thought to myself, like, man, I want a Buzz like your toy, or my kids would want one. I thought, why the hell would Andy want one? Like, <laughs> if, if anything, I want the Buzz like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anything, I want the Buzz like your toy. Because he had the cool lightsaber ass like sword thing, and he had the strap, and like that stuff is what I would want, but not the <laughs> character himself. You could put anybody in that suit and give me those accessories, and as a kid, I'd have been down. So I just didn't understand like how Andy would want this character. I just thought that Buzz was just pretty boring. Um, like I said before, I, I wish the misfits didn't exist. I wish this was a Buzz socks and Izzy story. Period. Mm -hmm. I wish that. Izzy was the one that, like, she did Fountain, like, and all that, and I wish they would have made Izzy out to be, like, kind of a kook, conspiracy theorist, and, like, like the Zork wasn't the bad guys off the break, but she suspected them to be bad, and saw how her Buzz and Sox had to deal with the bureaucracy, and deal with the fact that they suspect them being evil. I thought that would have been a more intriguing point, because, one, it would have shown Buzz getting back with the grandchild of his, you know, his, his captain or lieutenant, but then also it would have shown something more from Buzz than just an order taker to the degree. But again, I didn't write the movie, so I see so we're going off what they mm -hmm. gave us. I, I enjoyed it, but it just I guess maybe when you when you opened up that scene with this is the this movie that Andy saw that made him, 
I don't know what was anything special about Buzz. Like, I don't know. And I think that's what kept coming back to was like, there's nothing special about Buzz here. He's Let's generically also be clear that, guy. that Andy's like six. <laughs> so he's oh, like, space guy. I want space guy. Because if it were right. my mom, I wouldn't definitely not got a Buzz. I would have got an Izzy doll. Obviously, because yes. he's like just only black character on there. So here you go. That's that's or it. even or uh, got... <laughs> like we got the grandmother, yeah. like Hawthorne. Like, I would have got the grandma. <laughs> she was the most. All my GI Joes are badass black. Out of all of them. But like Hawthorne was the most badass and legitimate one out of all of them. Like she handled her biz, and so I don't know. I, I just and I think when you make that the gravity of the movie, because you put that excerpt at the beginning, I didn't. And if yeah. you even didn't put that at the beginning. It could have been left up interpretation, like, oh, was Buzz like you're a real person in this universe? Is this a story? Like, we could have interpreted how we wanted it, and I think it would have been a better way to run with it. But instead, when you put that at the beginning, I just didn't feel like this character was exciting enough. And even going further to the same thing with the Mad Eye Moody thing, the only reason we're not crapping on the Lightyear character itself is because the Toy Story movies fleshed out Buzz so well. That the just Buzz Lightyear itself is already in our hearts. So when we see this character, we already are coming with the baggage of four movies of seeing a Buzz that we loved. So we kind of give this one a pass. But if we would have saw this first, let's say we just saw it like Andy is first, I'd be like, oh, that dude's stupid. <laughs> it not have been in the movie for me. It not have been it. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, and then also it makes me even more upset because I've seen Buzz Lightyear be done where he's awesome. In the animated show. In the show. The show's great. Yeah. Like, he's awesome in that <laughs> show. Just... I'd rather that had been what Andy had saw that made him want to like your uh, doll than this. They should have just made, remade the show. They should just uh, a CG version of the show. First episode. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Because he was awesome in that. Um, But, yeah, I love the whole Zerg because I can't say Buzz. That was pretty dope. But other than that, like, I mean, I don't know. I just, it, like you said, it, it, it's one of those middle-of-the-pack Pixar movies where a middle-of-the-pack Pixar movie to me, is like a Jay-Z bad album in his prime. A Jay-Z bad album in his prime is still better than 99% of the rap albums, but it ain't what you want from Jay-Z. This is that. It's still better than 99% of whatever animated stuff is going to come out, probably, but it just ain't what Pixar is to me. And that's why I think I struggle with it a little bit because I just needed, I needed more heart. I needed more emotion. And I think all the moments they could have had for heart and emotion they skipped by because he had to get back in a fucking plane. Mm-hmm. And period. Like that's they, it. The they only did one it in I kind of got teary. Right, right. The only <laughs> thing I got teary out about was the last message that he gave that she gave the bus. Yeah. I'll admit, I, I was a, like, oh man. I got a little I started the swelling idea a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, well, because they actually built that relationship where you knew this is a loving, friendly, a friendship, a loving friendship relationship. And even they did that perfectly in the montage, but I was more concerned about Hawthorne. Not about Buzz, because Buzz mm-hmm. is going to live on. And I hate to say, yes. maybe my uh, supremacy was in me. It was like, Buzz is a white man in space. He's going to be all right. But <laughs> <laughs> and I all the rest you, of people um, are stuck. Like, here's also right. the, the weird thing. Because like, he's only been there for like four days. <laughs> right, 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 right. Everybody else has been there for like 60 years. We like stuck here. We got to live on this planet. You just You, you just sleep here, man. <laughs> You rub at the end, bruh. Now, I'll, the one thing I will give the movie, respect to who decided to let all the black people be in charge. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> right on. Right on. Even though, like literally, you said, Buzz Lightyear architect looks like the most racist architect you can have, but he wasn't. <laughs> he was a down-ass brother, so I'm with it. 
because literally every other character in this in this movie, the only other white character was the rookie, and he's yep. only in it for like two minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what's I, I was, was kind of mad. Like, I was hoping he was going to glow up. Yeah, yeah I was hoping he was going to get a glow up by like the end. Like he was going to be the man at the end. I thought he was going to get a glow up, but he didn't. So, yeah, but whatever. he's he's probably long dead too. <laughs> Oh, 100%. 100%. With that being said, Jason, what is your rating for Lightyear? It was still an enjoyable movie. Uh, I give it a 3.5 out of 5. It's not it's it's not the best Pixar movie. That's and that's disappointing. So Yeah, um after all this I said, I I'm, I'm giving it a 3. I still did enjoy the movie and I thought it was good. I just I thought it was good popcorn fodder. It is what this the summer movie season yeah. is supposed to be about. Having fun, hanging out with your kids or whoever, and watching cool ass cartoons. Well, someone else's face travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone else's kids. Hopefully you have permission to hang out with those kids. <laughs> I, I pray just, you have permission to hang out with those kids. I don't need to be bailing any of the inward family out from jail for kidnapping. Don't be scooping up nobody else's kids and taking them to the movies and driving them back off. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> hey, little kids, you want to come see Lightyear with me? Come on in the van. Uh, <laughs> Get him ice cream. Right. <laughs> I even buy popcorn. All right. Two inmates form a connection while grappling with their past in a state-of-the-art penitentiary run by a brilliant visionary who experiments on his subjects with mind-altering drugs. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the summary for Spiderhead, which is on Netflix, one of their newest movies. But we're going to do it like we do it every single time. Jason, what is your one-sentence review of Spiderhead? I'm just here for Journey Smollett. (laughs) If it's any other reason to be here for, that's a great one. My (laughs) one-sentence review for Spiderhead is, I thought we already had a drug that would make you see beautiful things, fuck the hell out of people. And be controlled. I thought it was called cocaine. My <laughs> review for that. Uh, before we jump into our full-on reviews, let's go ahead and take an ad break. Ad, ad, insert ads here. We will talk about nerd focus. Just in case you ad need break. to get your nerd focus. We got that here. Re- scribble <laughs> all that down and then put it into your browser and go get you a case and then tell us how or great it tastes. click on it. Copy and paste. Because it's 2022. Uh, Who's I got pissed? Because gotta... <laughs> Jason is way more intelligent than I did. I, I I went back to the old school and was like, nope, right, right, write that HTTP uh, <laughs> yes, and, and get it all down. But let's like... yes, click that link or copy and paste it, buy you a case, tell us how it tastes. Also, don't forget to check out inyofaceart.com. And then lastly, we do have our book club coming up for Children of Blood and Bone. Go get you a copy. There it goes, creeping into there. Go get your copy, ladies and gentlemen, and enjoy that great, masterful work of art. Or not. Well, either way, doesn't affect us one way or another. We just want you to get some good stuff in your brain. All right, let's get on back. (laughs) Let's get back into the reviews here. Uh, I guess I'll start here with Spider-Man. Go ahead, Jason. Go ahead. You started the last one. Let's see what I have written here. Spider-Head is a fun little Netflix movie. You know why it's fun? Because nothing really has any consequence in this movie. <laughs> they finally, near the end, give you an emotional feeling and moment that really did nothing for me because I did not care about any singular character in this movie because it is hard to set a premise with me with people who have murdered people and then go, 
oh, you should feel bad because they're getting experimented on by this guy. And that does suck. But you murdered somebody. And you could be in population getting your butthole murdered by another guy. <laughs> so I don't feel bad that, that he's experimenting on you for stuff that you brought it. Like, you, you signed on for this. You want to do this. The only tension I felt in this movie was when he had to decide who to give, like, the, the stuff to that was going to make oh. him freak out. I was like, oh, that's a little tension here, I feel. But other than that, it, it wasn't. I mean, no, let me change it. The most suspenseful, suspenseful part of this whole movie was trying to figure out who Shitfingers was. That was the most <laughs> suspenseful part of this whole movie was. <laughs> uh, the performances in here are good. Miles Teller, Christian Hemsworth, uh, Mrs. Smollett, because I don't think it's not much for them to do. And so they only had to emote to a certain level to make this movie work because this movie feels very sedated. And I don't know if that was done on purpose because the premise of it is like drugs being given to the inmates to see how it affects and X, Y, and Z. But it felt very sedated, like no highs, no lows. And then when they were going to be emotional moments, they gave them like laughing drugs to play the emotional moment almost non-serious. So I, I don't... <sighs> Some part of me must have feel like this was all by design to say, hey, this is what our society's become. We get on these things and these adjectives and we don't live in the moments and we don't like feelings and having emotions are shunned upon and it's not a good thing. But then I look at the movie and go, hey, it wasn't making that message at all because you didn't need a bunch of murderers if you wanted to make that message. So mm -hmm. I just I don't know what the movie was trying to do or be. Except for saying Hey, look at these young, hot, attractive people we put in this one movie, and shush, because Thor's the bad guy. You didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh, and he's I, so I nice just, guy, but he's the bad guy. <laughs> right. I, I just don't know what I was supposed to be here for. Um, was it supposed to be a message about Big Pharma? If it was, it went over my head. I didn't get that. <laughs> um, the saddest part about this whole movie is that this is how real rehabilitation in prison should probably be you probably should have smaller areas where people have their own rooms where they come up and they just work their lifestyle as a community so they rehabilitate themselves by saying oh yes when i was in jail like we I, I did custodial work i cooked i cleaned like i did things that contributed to the society we lived in because that's how maybe we rehabilitate people you don't lock them in like kennels and say you did a bad thing, so sit in this with three other guys in a space this big, and you figure out how you're going to get out here and live the rest of your life. Don't be bad when maybe. you come out, or else you're going to come right back. Like, no, right, right. Like, maybe that was a better. That's the only thing I thought was like, this is a better alternative to our real prison system and issue to give these people like places where they can feel comfortable enough to learn how to not do the bad thing again and don't have to worry about ever coming back. But instead, it's just a fantasy world where you know. You got to be doing dirty, dirty, dirty deeds to be able to have some situation like that. And yeah, again, and maybe I was just too in my head for it, but I, I just, I don't know who this is for except for Chris Hemsworth fans. And he keeps the shirt on. So guys, well, I guess that one party doesn't, but it isn't like something you could think glamorized. It was just, you know, they're looking at his back. So all the miles I, I don't fans know. out there. <laughs> yeah, you're right, right. <laughs> you know, and all that, all, and again, all that I think about the end was, Oh, it's the bad Mr. Fantastic fighting Thor. Who's going to win this? That's the only thing that maybe brought me any joy for one brief moment was to think that that could have actually happened on screen at one point of our lives and still can, but this wasn't it. So, yeah, I, I got nothing else for Spider-Man, man. I, I know, Jason, how do you feel? You know, it's always, you always got to take a movie with, like, 
big name stars, but it's coming out on Netflix with a grain of salt. Like, oh, they must have made this for because they got to buy a house or something like that. But it wasn't good enough for them to put in the theaters. Because, <laughs> I mean, this is one of those movies. It's like, I don't understand. Like, this could have been anybody else. And it probably would have been better if it wasn't Chris Hemsworth or Miles Teller and Journey Smollett. And if they would just put just random no names people, I would be like, oh, this is like an intriguing little indie movie. But no, this is a major motion picture studio movie that just, it, it kind of falls flat. Because like, even though they're in prison and you're expecting them to be like, you know, like there's supposed to be like some sort of twist there. Like, like they're horrible people, but they're being mind controlled or something like that. But like Miles Taylor's crime was like, he got drunk and his friends died. Like, mm-hmm. He's not a yeah. fucking mass murderer. He he feels badly for that. Like is he didn't that that's a mistake. I mean, it's a shitty and it's, of course he's he's to blame for it. And it's, it's even with Journey Smollett, like both of their their crimes, as bad as they were, it wasn't like they were bad people committing bad things. They were just people, right? So it's like I was expecting there to be like, oh no, y'all are fucking terrible human beings, and we've changed you or something like that. Or or something or something along those lines, but nope, there's nothing there. Um, the whole thing that they were just being mind controlled is like they seem like they aren't being mind controlled. You should probably, you know, go back on your formulas and shit because they, they even try to make it seem like they were being mind controlled, but they weren't. It's like y'all mm-hmm. were s- still fine. Like either way, but like the thing is, is the performances aren't very bad. Uh, Miles Teller, Chris, Chris Hemsworth looks like he's having a lot of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. He he seems like he's enjoying himself. Uh, it seems like they just like, oh, we can get paid to go on vacation this nice ass island, <laughs> and maybe do like a couple of days of work, and then we can just hang out and drink beers for the rest of the time. So that's probably why they made this movie. But it's 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 like there's not enough there to really like go, oh wow, that's a really interesting concept, or oh wow, that's a really cool twist, or oh wow, that was super interesting the way they did this or that. Because it's just, it's just all like, it's not bad. It's just, it's just, mm-hmm. eh, you know. So I was right. really only in this for Journey Smollett. Uh, she could be in a paper bag, <laughs> just yelling at me for like fifteen hours, and I was still probably like, this is the best movie ever. So, <laughs> so that's why I'm here. Um, yeah, and, and like, even if you were to say like that, that style of like, I, I would tell if I were in prison and my my choice was to maybe take this shitty ass drug every once in a while that made me go a little bit crazy like in a controlled you know atmosphere but the rest of the time I'm fucking and eating good food and having a nice you know sort of like day I'm doing that yeah (laughs) 100% 100%. (laughs) it's like I'm not even questioning it I'm like oh shit I gotta I gotta choose which one of these people like that I don't like who gets his bad drug can I stay <laughs> give him, give him the max. <laughs> Turn that sucker over to a hundred. I don't even give a fuck. Are we having a steak tonight? Is that what's that? That's what I smell. <laughs> so, I like right. Yeah, it's just a, a a mad movie. It's it's a reason why it's on Netflix. Um, hopefully, Netflix makes a million dollars, but and bring the prices down. It's not worth twenty dollars a month for these movies now. <laughs> no, no, no. And just for people like, just because I know we didn't really talk about all the intricacies of the movie. Yes, we understand that they were trying to make them simulate feelings to then see if the mind control could override the feelings of love. 
We get it. It just wasn't yeah. well done or good in the sense of how no. they were doing it. And the last it beef I have is far enough. Right. And the last beef is don't show me a dude going through a windshield and then him getting the fuck back up. But then also it looks terrible and you repeatedly show it. So we can keep seeing how bad that the windshield cried. Like, I don't know, but maybe it's just me because I'm a horror guy. So when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that dude dead. That joke popped back up. And I was like, what? Like, oh, <laughs> alien convenience. How are y'all dead? He ain't. Y'all were wearing your seatbelts. Right, right. <laughs> that's the real sin. That's the real sin that he lived. Maybe that, that's why even in part of me was like, oh, well, maybe this is like the afterlife and they're like in hell. Like I really thought that at a point. I'm like, oh, that that yep. would be an awesome, crazy thing. Cause like obviously the way he fell through that windshield and rolled over 20 times, he had to be dead. And but popped no, right no, on no, up, no, no. pulled his buddy out and didn't pull his girlfriend out. <clears throat> didn't then got the Tom Cruise treatment with explosion in his face and was like, Oh yeah, I'm still fine I'm now. Good. Fine, completely okay. Not even a not even uh. a scratch. <laughs> Maybe I'll call it the Batman thing now because you know that's probably more relatable. The Batman getting bombs yeah, in his face. Get a bomb like, oh, in his face, cool. falling off a fucking building, hitting a truck, and he's like, ah, all in day's work. <laughs> yeah, put some put some icy hot on it. Well, Chase, so what is your review? What is your rating for Spiderhead? I'm gonna give it a, a three and I'm giving two additional points for Journey Smollett. <laughs> Got it. So really a one. I'm giving it a two. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Mr. Smollett did not make my list for the reasons why. I just think, like I said, there's some people are going to enjoy it because it's very easy to digest. I just don't yeah. think it's anything special at all. This, which is fine. Is a, I would not have paid to see this in the movie theater. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would have been mad. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if we went to the movie theaters, I probably would have gave it way less than that. Um, <laughs> A 16-year-old Pakistani-American high school student from Jersey City who was an inspiring artist and avid gamer and writes superhero fan fiction about heroes such as Captain Marvel, uh, Camilla Khan gains the ability to harness cosmic energy and create hard light constructs from a magical bangle. That is the summary for Mrs. Marvel that is currently it's showing on. She's Disney. not married. She's, it's a miss. Oh, sorry. Not married. Miss Marvel. Or, <laughs> I love Jason Correction. Like, oh, she's not married. She's 16. Relax, Jason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's a child, sir. Yes. Don't put this on her. <laughs> <laughs> There's no Elvis around here. It's no yeah. Elvis around here. Uh, <laughs> plus, she would be two years younger for Elvis. Um, yeah, for she would have been ways, Marvel, way younger for that. Miss <laughs> uh, Marvel on Disney Plus. Uh, we're going to review episodes one and two. And then actually, like we always do, once the season's over, we will review the whole season at a later date. But right now, for episodes one and two, Jason, what is your one-sentence review for Mrs. I'm sorry, Miss Marvel? This is marvelous. Ah. <laughs> All right. My one-sentence review is, does Kamala have ADHD or legit mental issues? She <laughs> imagines a lot of shit in her life. It's about what just reviewed, Jason. <laughs> I'm gonna let you start because I, I think we feel completely different sex spectrums on this one, and I'm gonna love yeah. this review. Go at it. What tell us about what you thought about Mrs. Marvel episode? I, I love this show because Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan is like exactly like me, except she's a girl and she's a Muslim and she lives in Jersey. And I'm sorry that all those things, but like, other than that, like, I understand, I 100% like sympathize and empathize and associate with her character because like 
that was me, except for all the, without the superpowers, obviously. Because if I had superpowers, I wouldn't be doing this shit with you. I'd be out there fucking superpower shit. <laughs> no, no, so, no. Like, you would be in jail because you use superpowers yeah. and you're black. But continue. Yeah, they would have fucking. <laughs> yeah, I would be under the jail. <laughs> but like, I death the 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 three things I really like about the show. I lo- definitely love the way that it's shot. It's a very kinetic. It's as you may say, it is like you're. On it, you're ADHD yourself while you're watching this because it is it is shot with a like a very distinct style that is kind of a little bit all over the place, but it's it's I enjoy it. I think it's awesome. I think it's a very cool visual style. It definitely, uh, you know, as an extension of the character itself, it definitely works with how she is and it's how and how this is shot. I enjoy uh the young lady that plays Kamala Khan, uh, she is doing a very, she is a huge fan of the character, obviously. This is why she, she tries to do this job, but she is definitely doing a very good job and selling me that not only that she's a child and she's 16 year old, because none of these people are like 40, but like <laughs> that she like has this sort of like, she is selling that scatterbrain ADHD living off in your own world sort of uh, vibe. I mean, and I, I a hundred percent enjoy it. Uh, Especially, it's a a lot better. And the visuals are toned down in episode two, but it's a lot better with the the way that the world is, like the way that her religion comes to, the way that she's trying to fit in, the way that her friends are trying to fit in. That all come into it, and I I really, 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 really appreciate that. Um, my biggest um, complaint is not to do with the show itself, but to do with her powers. I don't understand. And maybe someone who has a better cultural understanding of Pakistan people uh, can can explain it to me. I don't understand why they changed her power set to be like that it, that it is. That she has a magical bangle instead of, like, in the comic books, she is an inhuman and she gets a terror dimension and she can stretch and, and shrink and do all sorts of cool stuff with her power. She can change her shape if she wants to, but she chooses not to, which is great, which is, like, the coolest thing, that she could make herself look like anybody but she chooses to be mm-hmm. herself. And I don't understand why they changed it to make her basically a ripoff version of Green Lantern. Um, and that's really, 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 really bums me out because like her powers were not just essential to her character, but essential to the way that to her outlook, I, I suppose. You know, it's 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 kind of changing the fundamental aspect of of her character basically. And I, I don't really like that for certain, but I'm sure I, hopefully they, they, they will, they will in later episodes, they will, you know, assuade my fears and, and, and find a way to bring this back in so that it actually makes sense. But right now I just don't get why they changed her power, her power set. Um, other than that, like I enjoy her friends. I enjoy, uh, I enjoy everything about this shit. This shit's fun. Like I'm sitting here watching this kid with my kid and we're having a good fucking time. Like, I love it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I know, uh, and I enjoyed her first rescue as a as a uh, as a superhero. I enjoyed her her second rescue. I enjoyed her going around and going to mosque and and going to uh, Eid Mubarak and 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 trying to talk to people. I just enjoy this thing. I don't. I enjoy her fucking brother who looks like a dude I went to high school with, like exactly. <laughs> mm. And how he's super religious. And and like every time something happens to her, he thinks it's like, you know, is it the black wind or something like that? I enjoy <laughs> I, I enjoy her parents. 
Like I get like, cause they're trying to be like understanding, but they're also fairly traditional. Like I, there's a part where they talk, they were talking to her boy, her brother's fiance. And they're like, this is why we moved to this country. So that our kids can be whatever they want. Cause they were talking about her brother having a uh, hot topic face, which I totally had a hot topic face. And, and then the mom says is like almost everything you want. And you, cause you still get that sort of like, pressure from her parents to be you know perfect but also they still are very loving and caring and want her to still be her but her in in their mold of things and i Mm -hmm. i enjoy i like i love this show um yeah go ahead and shit on it jason (laughs) Ah, ah, ah. (laughs) thanking you for giving me the okay (laughs) so i want to start off with this because everything i say after this you guys are probably going to ignore this opening statement and just be like, oh, Jason, you're a hater. Miss you are Marvel, a hater. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not going to deny that, but I'm just saying that, that this is going to add more like logs to the fire here. But I, I want to put this into perspective for people. Ms. Marvel is the first comic book that I wanted my oldest daughter to ever read. Ms. Marvel is the first comic book that my oldest and my youngest have ever read. I was a huge fan in the books of this brown girl having the weight of the cultural weight on her shoulders, as well as the weight of responsibility when she developed her powers. But I also liked the fact that the weight of the responsibility when she gained her powers was something that she put on herself and the complexities of a society that does not, especially coming off 9-11 and various things, does not look at brown people in any heroic platform or way. So I love this character. Like, I'm always in favor of this character. I was excited when she was going to be the main character in the Marvel video game because I think this character is a great, great cultural thing for diversity, culture, but also they use a part of who she is in the writing, in the building of this character's mythos. This is why I hate this show because I think it does a great job of capturing the the cultural aspect of her upbringing. I hate that they make her almost like a dunderhead. (laughs) And that is why I hate the show. (laughs) Because the the girl, like, again, I watched it. I didn't even text it. I said, I know they're trying to play off that she has maybe a short attention span, but it's coming off like a mental illness. Like people are talking to her about her life and her grades. And she's like, magicking word bubbles over their heads. And, the car of parents are driving her home and like telling her how she needs to focus and get her head out of the clouds. And, and she's looking at the side of the walls, looking at superheroes fight. And I'm like, this is mental illness. <laughs> and, now, I'm not, and now Jason is more closely associated with ADHD. Closest I have to is my oldest daughter does have that. And I know it's a focus issue and it's an issue of things that excite you. The only things you're going to pay attention to. I get it. Guys, don't at me on it because I'm not saying I understand it completely. I'm saying that if you were going to show that in this show, most majority of people with ADHD are brilliant. It's just that they don't focus on things. They rarely show her brilliance. They just show her not focusing on things. And that's like the shtick of the show. Like everything that happens that's dope and cool I'm starting to associate with her having a mental illness now because all the, because I mean, you know, like me, me and you, Jason watched very similar movies, all the stuff that's happening on the walls and in the background, 
you know, I love that stuff because I think that's very creative, especially for Marvel, who's very, very cookie cutter about how they shoot things and how their mm-hmm. color palette is. They have all this awesome, exciting stuff going on. It feels like an indie movie. Sometimes it feels like a Bollywood show. And I'm all here for that. And I love those aspects of it. But that's what bothers me is that the main character doesn't make me feel like it connects all of that. It almost feels like, and, and I don't want to be that guy, but I'm, I'm going to say it, it almost feels like they're Americanizing her to make it palatable for American audiences. That's oh, what it so feels like to me when I watch it. <laughs> and, and that bothers me because it's like, th- this is a story that anybody can relate to. Anybody who has a sense of justice and honor or a sense of just understanding what it is to be in this world and not fit in, but then you have something that makes everybody make you makes you beloved and how do you handle fitting in? Like, it's so many things you could tell with the story and make this work. But I feel like it's just focused on, for me, it's just this lame kind of chick who's kind of an idiot that just luckily found the bangle, a bangle that made her do some wild shit. Like, her first rescue is her fault. Like, (laughs) I just, dude, I just, I want to like this so much. And every time I watch the episode, I've I've watched both episodes about three times each. Because I'm thinking maybe it's just my mindset or me. And every time I watch it, it just bothers me more and more that, like, how am I supposed to believe this girl is going to be somewhat of a hero? And even if you want to make her have fails early on to make her build up to that hero ship, I'm here for it. But it just doesn't feel like, I don't know. I, I don't, it just, it's just something off with me about it. And I think all the cool stuff I like is just makeup and deodorant, deodorant for me, covering up whatever I think really stinks. It's just that they mischaracterize their character a bit. And the act the actor's doing a great job with it. Don't get me wrong. It's not an acting thing. I think the people who wrote this wanted to make sure this wasn't too offensive. And so they watered down some aspects because they needed to make it for some comedic value to not have this strong, proficient Indian girl that understands it, but also has yeah, oh yeah, so yeah. Well. <laughs> It's all in the same row for me, Jason. I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't want no one else to come for you either. <laughs> is it? Is it? In, isn't they, they either in the same? Like I said, like, used to be a part of India. Uh, like I'm India. just saying. Like if I say Asian, I think doesn't it include? Like is it the same thing? Uh, saying that, like, because I know Indian people. I, be, I've uh, known Asian some Baki too. people and Indian people, and okay. they don't want to be called the other thing. Okay, because they're no longer <laughs> a part of India. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I apologize that I offended anybody. So, I'm just going to use the, the generic term of Asian. Or Asian, Asian people that even watch our show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Sorry, So, Paki- Pakistani. Uh, this I literally just watered it down, man. And, I, and it bothers me too much. Because, look, you can have a lot of culture. And if people don't fuck with it, fuck them. Like, that's their problem. That isn't the problem of the people who are looking at the representation and saying they did this right. And it almost becomes, which when I say a stereotype of tropish, because I know a lot of like, I was going to say Indian, but I don't know a lot of Pakistani people. I know a lot of Indian people and Asian people who parents are like that, but it's almost becoming so tropish now that every single Asianatic parent is like, quote unquote, tiger mom, or like, it's a very like, and her character, her parents are like that in the comics. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel like what—if you're gonna lean I mean, into it, lean into it. Go all the way in it, man. Like let's go all the way into it. Stereotype for a reason. 
Right, right. Like, just go all the way into it. <laughs> yeah, they they, t- they, they tiptoeing, and it's like, it, it is bothering me, man. Just fully go into it. Um, it's well cast. It's, it, it's well done. I mean, hell, I love this. I love the needle drop soundtracks. Whenever you give me Mace, oh, feel yeah. so good in a, a, a segment, I'm here for it. So it's so much, <laughs> like I said, there's so much about it I like about the show. And I think the problem is, is that I do have a sentimental attachment to the character because it's the first thing that I gave my daughters. So imagine my excitement when the show was coming out to let them see this. And then I felt like all the things, the reasons why I suggested it for my children aren't really being represented in the show. But yeah, there it is. That's being, the best way I can sum up. You're being a Star Wars fan. That's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't yeah, live up hey, to your look. expectations, so it must suck. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm If you don't have anything to, re- to rebut anything I have to say, we'll oh, go no. to the ratings. I feel- I feel like yeah, I feel like your your criticism are hundred percent valid. That you know, because it's it's Disney. They can't really give us a show because they're not they're not catering towards black and brown people. They're doing this right. as a gesture, but they know where their money comes from is you know eighteen to twenty five or thirty five white dudes. So they gotta like do a little. They can only do so much because they want they want money. That's all this is about. So, right, right. like, I get your criticism. I get it. I get it. I understand 100%. But the shit they do is still pretty dope. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, Jason, what is your rating of Miss Marvel, the Pakistani I am, hero? I am loving this. So I'm giving a 4.5 out of 5. Hopefully, they, as I said, they, they've dissuaded my fear of why they changed their power set. Because they're actually, the directors are these, are two, I don't know exactly where they're from, but they're two uh southeast asian or southwest asian or middle eastern looking guys so hopefully they know what they're doing <laughs> and you know what i didn't know who wrote or was directing it that explains a lot that it's men that explains a lot for me um <laughs> yeah. no i'm just being real and that explains a lot You're for right. me that it's men um <laughs> i'm gonna give it a 3.3 3 out of 5 like again I, I think it's a lot of awesome stuff in here and i think my personal bias is what holds me back from putting it higher because there's nothing, like you said, particularly wrong with it. It's just that I can, I guess I want it more. Um, also, I'm giving it that three out of five because the dad looks like a Pakistani version of David Cross. And I keep, I can't he get does. that out of my mind. I cannot get that out of my mind. So I'm going to, uh, and I like David Cross. So he, <laughs> they get more bonus points for me for that as well. But no, it, it's a dope show, guys. If you haven't checked it out, please go check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it. And, if you can get past the fact that they don't give her her normal powers, I think you'll be fine. And she's so. kind of an idiot because uh, yeah. I don't know many people who 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 wreck the driving instructor's car on their driving tests. Yeah. I know a lot of yeah. dumbass kids. Uh, I was a dumbass kid when I was a child, and uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to the best part and everybody's favorite part of the show. Especially those Elvis we have fans. Made it. <laughs> <laughs> we have made it to the end. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you guys for joining us for the N Word for Nerd Podcast. It's always a pleasure, as always, to have you listen, view with us, watch with us, chill with us, kick it with us, however you consume our content. We enjoy it. Please don't forget about our sponsors again. In yo face art, like yo, you know, yo, in yo face art, not in your face, <laughs> yeah, in AAV yo. people, 
A-A-V-E. Yeah. <laughs> yo, in your face. And don't forget to pick up some Nerd Focus. Again, the link down there, as Jason says, you can copy and paste that into your browser, pick you up a case, tell us how it tastes. And then, you know, every 10% of whatever you buy goes directly to us. So it's a great way to help us eat a little bit more. Jason's still trying to buy his mansion and his uh, castle so he can be called yep, a lord. So while that need, while we're working on that, so we need your help for that. And if you can help us by doing that, that'd be great. And you get something out of it too. You get to drink an energy drink that isn't as bad as Monster and all the other ones that jack you up and help you slap people. So, And if you buy enough of it, maybe I might invite you to my castle. I probably uh, I'm very uh, I'm very introverted. I don't want to I don't like meeting new people. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't forget on July 9th, we are doing our Anywhere for Nerd book club. We are going to be reviewing the children of blood and bone. It's gonna be that close up there. So get your copy, get an Amazon, all bookstores, Barnes and Nobles. Uh, whatever you got, you go. We got it. They got it. They got it. They got Your it. Local public um, library that's still available. Yes. Apparently. <laughs> yep. Again, my aunt got it at her local library. Got the digital copy and everything, and she's been reading it, and she's been sending me little blurbs about it. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, so July 9th at 8 p.m. we will be live on my YouTube, uh, on our YouTube station, Head Cannon Circus, on Jason's Facebook under Facebook. Jason. And then under Head Cannon Circus it's not on a Facebook baker. as well. So we'll be there. We'll be everywhere so that you can review that book with us. Uh, other than that, Jason, that's all I got this week. You got any nice, kind words for everybody? Oh, yeah. Just, you know, be kind, be considerate, and tip your servers and bartenders uh, at least 20%, if not more, if you can afford it. And happy Juneteenth, because my ancestors weren't free when they wrote the fucking Declaration of Independence. And those guys are like, oh, yeah. This is an irony at all. <laughs>